This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as uh, simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Welcome back to Make You All Daily, presented by BetMGM. Eddie Gross, Joe Ostrowski, and Aaron Hawksworth here with you, continuing our look at Week 15 of the NFL slate. And, of course, the game of the week is the Cowboys and the Bills. And this spread has slightly moved all the way down to Bills minus one and a half. And you would expect that to go from two just because the Cowboys uh, had a phenomenal showing against Philadelphia last night. The total of 49 to me is really, really intriguing as far as potential bets I want to make. But Joe, with the spread and total the way it is for this game, what stands out to you? Yeah, I wonder if there's going to be more Dallas support, if this is going to be closer to a pickup. So what is it? What is the line telling us? Well, the one thing that stands out is that the market like Casey Buffalo yesterday, they're saying that Buffalo Dallas on a neutral is a pickup. Because, you know, Buffalo at home, so they get the point and a half, which is closer to where we're at for home field these days. Uh, again, again, a six-loss Bills team. The books, the betting market, is saying they are just as good as with these Super Bowl contenders in the top five. That's what That's what I find so amazing about the Bills. Even though they've had all these troubles, they haven't been able to stop anybody before yesterday. And, you know, Josh Allen is so good. That offense is so explosive that they still get the respect in week 14 and week 15 to be right there with the Super Bowl contenders. It's just a matter of them getting in the postseason. Yeah, I really like this Bills resurgence that we're seeing. It's like we had all wondered, you know, what even at the beginning of the season, they were a complete team. They should be able to do something this year. And now everything seems to be going their way at the right time. But I think the same can be said for the Cowboys as well. They seem to be clicking at the right time. I think this should be a pick em, So it's probably Bills or nothing for me. I... I want to go back to this idea of basically the book saying that the Cowboys and Bills are basically the same team in terms of power ratings or whatever, because mm-hmm. first off, the Bills, like that defense, it's atrocious. Like, let's let's yes. get that out there and make sure that that's kind of the overarching belief. But do we really believe that Josh Allen is that much better than Dak Prescott? Like Prescott is playing out of his mind right now. That offensive line at times has let him down and he is still saving the day. He still has CD lamb. He still has, you know, Jake Ferguson, like, and Brandon cooks was fantastic. Are we really sure that Dak is significantly worse than Josh Allen? Because I haven't seen it all year. Stefan Diggs was shut down yesterday. He couldn't get anything yes, going. Was. 
He was completely, yeah, just taken out of that game. I think it's now seven straight games. Stephon Diggs has not had 100 yards. He's not that elite receiver that, that he was talked about in the past, that he played to, not not at least this year in that offense. So and don't you think, that would, and, and Joe, don't yeah. you think is that like the way that this offense is evolving for the Bills that he will have an even smaller role because of the tight yes. ends, because they're throwing to their running backs a little bit more. So like, it's not yep. just, you know, Diggs not being elite. Like now the opportunities are going to go down. It's cook. It's Kincaid. Uh, they keep trying to, to get Gabe Davis going at times. And I'm, I'm like, you know, you're looking for Diggs. that it used to be all about Diggs. Everything ran through Diggs. That is no longer mm-hmm. the case. I, w- when you pose that question, I'm thinking, man, I'd love to see Josh Allen with with the group of weapons that mm-hmm. Dak has. And I'm not trying to say it's a San Francisco situation where, you know, you want to take away Dak's credit because of the players around him being so much better. But, man, if you had a CD Lamb in Buffalo, could you imagine what Josh Allen would be doing? <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh my I know. If you look at DVOA, so Dallas ranks fifth, Bills rank sixth, and then they have the Bills offense rank third, defense rank 15th, and then the Cowboys are ranked sixth, respectively, offense and defense. So if you look at DVOA, they're pretty evenly matched too. Yeah, and that's that's a fair point to make. I mean, Allen has played at a really, really high level. It's just that things just, you know, in terms of the record and maybe untimely mistakes, all of those things, you know, haven't gone his way. I, I think that's a certainly fair thing to say in well, terms of projecting things going. Yeah, yeah, go ahead. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I was just going to say with, with home field, I mean, the Bills are so mm-hmm. good there. Is it more than they a are. point and a half? Mm-hmm. This time of year. Like. Two, two and a half, closer to even three in some. I mean, I, I hate to say three for home field. I, I, I can never go that far, but. I know, but they're that's good fair. there. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I also think home field advantage like this season, I think it's like 2.2, something like that. Like it's it's more than a point and a half. So, you know, maybe there is still the concession. Yeah, the Cowboys are better, but still the point is they're not that much better. And I go, well. Mm-hmm. In terms of complete things, like, do we hate Mike McCarthy that much? Is that part of the problem? I don't know. (laughs) What's the deficiency that we can point to to say, yeah, the Cowboys are not as good as we think? Yeah, there's nothing to pick apart there. There's nothing. Mm -hmm. It's just, yeah. And and both teams, what's so fascinating is they're coming off huge spots. It was season on the line Mm -hmm. for Buffalo. This is a game they they circled all year. And the division was on the line. And their chances at a number one seed for Dallas was on the line. And and a big spot there, prime time at home. So uh, it's not like you can can point to that either. Like, oh, it's going to be a bit of a letdown. Or, oh, how could they get amped up like that again? Well, you know what? It's the Bills season on the line again. If the Cowboys want to win this division, they can't give up if they want, they want to avoid right. being a wild card. They can't, they can't give up on any week. Mm-hmm. It's I a mean, good point about Steve the home Kornacki field. Told us. Yeah. I yep. do think this time of year, I mean, right now it's snowing, but it is cold there right now. And you, you've got a Cowboys mm-hmm. team that's just not used to that type of weather. Go. I like that. Yeah. I think the, the biggest thing that worries <laughs> me is, is the, the Bills defense you know, against this Cowboys offense. That's going to be an interesting matchup. Uh, It's funny you bring that up, Aaron, because I did uh, come across this tweet the other day. Uh, 
15 degree, all right, let's see, from deep value better, uh, when it comes to temperature changes from one climate to the next, if a team is undergoing, say, a 15 degree or greater difference uh, compared to what they're normally used to, then teams lose by an average of 4.2 points. So think of all these like Southern teams going up to Lambeau Field or, you know, some other super cold climate. That's exactly what the Cowboys are doing from something climate controlled at AT AT&T Stadium to something that's going to be in the 40s in all likelihood. Maybe a little breezy. It'll be clear in all likelihood. But still, though, that difference, you know, that'll do different things to you. Well, you know, it's early and we went through this last week with the totals changing, dropping earlier in the week. And then it looked like it wasn't going to be that bad. And it wasn't as impactful Mm -hmm. as we thought it was going to be yesterday. If you look ahead right now for Buffalo for mid-December, this is mild. 49 degree Mm -hmm. high is what they're looking at for Sunday the 17th. Now, they could have winds. Maybe that comes into play. They're saying it's a week out, but they're saying 16 mile per hour winds. So that could be a thing. But as far as temps, that's warm for mid-December in Buffalo, New York. But also it's a 430 kickoff is 426 kickoff. That temperature's going to start dropping. My phone says 45, not 49. So I don't know. It'll drop quickly That's during that. That's kind of warm. That's warm for this time mm-hmm. of year and there. Like we're, Not if you're you used to 70s. Expecting. Yeah. I just think it, mid-December at Buffalo, yeah. it's usually much worse than this. Well, there's plenty mm-hmm. of time for it to change, too. <laughs> yeah. It, it changed last week, you know? Yeah. So yeah. Yeah, the a <laughs> weather debate here. This is oh. awesome. Do we have like a Doppler radar to get the answer for uh, all of these weather concerns uh, going back and forth? Uh, totals also going up to 49 and a half since we last spoke. I love the under here. This could be the Tony Pollard show, yeah. by the way. If there is that slight breeze, then don't they keep it on the ground? Not to mention, I thought Pollard played really well. I thought the rushing attack for the Cowboys, I thought that made a stride last night. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you will hear us in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yeah, for sure. Now it was a soft matchup, but uh, sure. But yeah, I mean, and this Bills defense is beat up. I mean, it, remember, mm-hmm. it's 
it's not like it's oh it's such an impressive performance no 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 that was about the chiefs offense just doing what they've continued to do they're, they're just in a sad state of affairs right now so uh i can't wait for this one man this is going to be a lot of fun yeah. um look that's definitely the game of the week for sure oh yeah no doubt about it uh how about we go choose your own adventure here what's another game uh on this week 15 slate for sunday uh that stands out to you uh as far as you know key spread movements and all that good stuff well, uh, we get to see the Titans tonight, but the Titans are mm-hmm. two-point favorites against the Texans. Hmm. Yep. We'll get word on C.J. Stroud. How, yeah, how serious is it? What we saw yesterday, it looks to be that he's going to be missing this game, but Houston was minus three and a half on the look ahead. The Titans could lose by five touchdowns tonight. Are they still going to be a two-point favorite? against the Texans and and all the other weapons. What if it's not only Davis Mills, but what if it's also receiver one, receiver two, tight end one, like it could be just a bunch of backups with Davis Mills. And that, that'll bring us back to a few years ago. It could be ugly. (laughs) Yeah. I think it's trending that way for me in terms of the Texans. I mean, offensively guys are dropping like flies over there. I don't think it's going to be good. It's it's sad. I mean, they had such a great season, but I think they're done with all these injuries. It does. I, I don't have a lot of confidence that they can get healthy and keep rolling like they were. Mm-hmm. You think they're done? That like even if Stroud comes back in two weeks, that this is too much of a hole where well, they could probably lose this game ne- next week and. Nico, Tank, yeah. Dell. I mean, the list just keeps Schultz. going on and on. Yeah. Hmm. No, it's fair. And I mean, when you're dealing with a team that was really bad just a season ago and you you know, get an influx of good talent, but then they're going away, I think that makes a lot of sense. The other thing, too, is that, yeah, there's not a whole lot to be proud of uh, if you're a Titans fan right now, but the rushing attack is still really good. And do we trust Houston's defense to be able to contain Henry and Spears? I wouldn't make that argument at this point, especially with the Titans being at home. That also might matter, you know, taking a dome team uh, out of their comforts. So I almost want to wait for the Titans to get absolutely obliterated tonight, see the line move, and then back the Titans. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I see, wouldn't be Tuesday too worried about that it. As far as I'm concerned. Good performance out of the Titans. I'm not worried about that. And then the number gets bigger. Mm-hmm. Then it goes to three. I, the the probability of that happening not not all that high. Um, in the last segment, we mentioned the Saturday games, but we didn't really get to this one. Is Cincinnati minus four against Minnesota too much or about right? It's basically how much do we believe in Browning? And and that was a pretty much non competitive game yesterday. They take care of business. Cincinnati does at home where they're going to be for this game for this game against Minnesota. And then, you know, the Vikings, I don't think it's going to be Dobbs. I expect it to be Nick Mullins or Jaron Hall or something like that. And Jefferson gets injured again yesterday. Like this Bengals, this uh, Vikings thing looks awful. It's just, they got Hawkinson and that's it. Mm -hmm. I don't think I could back the Vikings anymore. I was hoping yeah. Last week that Dobbs would be able to turn things around, but now it's looking like he is who he is. So it's probably going to be Nick Mullen season. And if that's the case, even either, either guy, I mean, they've got a bunch of injuries, so I don't think I could back the Vikings anymore. 
it's not just Nick Mullins. It's also that this Bengals defense might be respectable down the stretch. Maybe mm-hmm. we need to start buying into that unit just a little bit more because Trey Hendrickson in that last game, he was there to party. Seven pressures, two sacks, five quick pressures against the Colts tackle he was largely lined up against. I think those individual playmakers, they matter a great deal. And look, the Colts did not blitz Browning at all in that game or or much at all. And okay, pressure Uh rate, sure. But Browning was still fantastic to me. Like, I think he is going to sustain that uh, for the next little bit, in large part because they're using the play action game a good bit more. So what is it about Minnesota that makes you believe that they can keep this game close, especially if Browning just goes nuts and that offense is, yes, again, it's Burrow's offense, but Browning can run it. He's He knows it more than well enough. You know who's going to get blitzed? Jake Browning on Saturday. That's for darn sure. Exactly. For Vikings defense. Um, another, Obviously, Browning getting all the attention on the offensive side for Cincinnati. Jamar Chase, he didn't have a big game yesterday, but he's going to get all the looks as well. What also has been big, this combo of Mixon and Chase Brown, like both involved in the mm-hmm. passing game as well. Chase Brown had that big touchdown yesterday. Like there are a lot of reasons to kind of get behind Cincinnati right now. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. That division just got good all of a sudden. Like, I know we always were, like, really high backups. on it. But now, like, yeah. it's all circle of life stuff. It is circle yeah. of life. We are all looking out at the prairie at the top of the cliffside and seeing the AFC North's kingdom <laughs> here. Yeah. Everybody lay in the yep. four? We going to do that with Cincinnati? Sure. Why not? Let's have fun. Get there. Let's all do it I together. Three and a half. Two. Three and a half, I see. Oh, two. yeah. Three and a half out there. Mm-hmm. Probably not Down. for long. All right. This is Becky All Daily presented by Ben MGM. Coming up next, our lightning. That's our favorite plays for tonight right here on the Becky All Network.